0: life?
1: Or does life live you?
0: Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations
1: and instead live the thriving life we are made for.
0: Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life
1: as we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with.
0: I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And and we are Thriving Ones. Hello, and welcome to Coil Coaching Podcast, Thriving One. We're so excited to have you guys with us again this week. Uh, and we have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the power of empathy. Uh, but before we do, we want to jump in and just share with you guys what's coming up, what's going on. we got some exciting stuff happening um, so September, the first week of September, mm. every year we launch our uh, programs,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and so we do two main themes of programs. Uh, one is a personal development program, mm-hmm. uh, and the other one is an advanced leadership program. So our personal development program is called Kingdomize One. It runs mm-hmm. for six months, um, and it its its goal is to focus on helping individuals grow in. Every area of their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's uh, Kingdom IY1. You can see testimonies and more details on that on our website, yes. coilcoaching.com underneath our programs oh, tab. Um, so you can go ahead and check that out. And then also our advanced leadership programs, uh, which are twofold uh, one is a coaching. So if you're interested in, in coaching or if you want to upgrade your leadership uh, prowess,
2: uh, <laughs> yes.
0: Uh it's uh we're doing we're starting that it starts a little bit later on, but we start it actually with our kingdomized mm-hmm. one programs, a part of the coaching. Uh so it does start in September. And then uh we also uh later on in the year, that's a part of the programs that we do in starting in September, uh, it's like a prerequisite, uh, is we do like a form of uh counseling. So mm-hmm. If you're interested in, in it's called we call it life it's life consulting yes. is the term for it. Uh, basically, it's just helping people that feel like they're trapped in cycles um, or need to need to do some inner work, inner healing, heart work. Uh, we actually train people also to do that uh, yeah. also. And you know, if you're looking for uh, coaching, one-on-one coaching, or consulting or counseling, mm-hmm. um, you can also find it on our website we uh would love to support you mm-hmm. so uh, awesome. what, what else exciting, is going on what, what's going on babe
2: i know
1: like exciting stuff yeah like, i highly recommend you know our programs you know especially if you are also looking for a community that you can grow with yes uh, we've had some great success stories from our um, students who have graduated so yeah mm. And if you're not following us yet on Instagram and Facebook, please do so. We have our yeah. testimonies there. So anyway, also Coil Coaching Women. Um, wow. So we, um, <clears throat> we are going to be having another online gathering um, in August, which is this month. Um, it's going to be August 26th, which is on a Friday,
2: yeah.
1: 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., California. USA time. And so if you're in Asia, that's that means Saturday morning and um, good news for the Europeans, my women in Europe. Um, I know you've been emailing me and I see you, I hear you. We are working on another time slot. Um, to kind of alternate our online gathering you know doing it on one of the days and times where you can actually make it and it's not midnight over there so yeah so be looking out for that we hear you we see you <laughs> yes. and then um obviously I am excited to have our first <clears throat> coaching women in-person retreat
0: that's exciting it's
1: um, yeah, I've been dreaming with God and I'm putting together a team. Um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a time of um, reset, refreshing, um, recalibrating all the R's that you can <laughs> think of, but it's coming up in October 21st and 22nd. So mm-hmm. if you can save the date on that, um, I'm working out, we're working out all the other details and we will make sure that we will give you the details
2: soon so good How yes. exciting yeah
1: I know lots going on and I think this is going into our topic for today um, you know the community aspect of it and us like going through the things that we're going through right now individually um, there is so much strength and power in community
2: mm.
1: and one of the things um, as we were praying about like what to discuss in one of our podcasts, you know, the topic of empathy actually mm. came up a while back um, along with the topic of belonging that we were discussing. So yeah. today I want to, you know, I, we want to um, dig in deeper more of like as a, a an open conversation between Matt and I, and yeah. obviously as you're watching this, we want to invite you to participate in the conversation as well, whether you're by yourself, you're taking notes or you're watching this with someone And you can pause the video and you can talk about empathy. Yeah. So um, just to start off, you know, um, empathy, when you hear the word empathy, you know, it really goes beyond concern or sympathy. Right. You know, empathy is like stepping into the shoes of another. Okay. The shoes of another with the intention to better understand and feel what they are experiencing. Right. So it's more than just like. I am sympathizing with you it's actually like walking in on walking a mile in the person's shoes right it is expressed you know in our choice to be fully present okay this word will come up once in a while <clears throat> fully present with someone and listen okay listen beyond their words for their feelings and unmet needs mm. so knowing that at least you know knowing that at least one person gets what I'm going through mm. is the gift of empathy. Yes. And then there's the power of empathy, which can bridge our us versus <clears throat> them perceptions, mm. you know, right. and lead to new solutions, improve relationships, better strategies for social change and reduction in loneliness and the realization of our shared human needs and oneness. So, This conversation today is about sharing experiences, you know, like, you know, Matt and I will share our experiences based on the questions, you know, experiences giving, receiving, and observing empathy.
2: Mm. So So good.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. So the first question that I want to ask you and, you know, us is, (laughs) is how do you feel when someone else truly understands what you are going
2: through?
0: Yeah. Um, I think that, that feeling of relatability, um, the feeling of support Mm. is really happening. Yeah. Um, I think a feeling that I'm not alone. Yes. And there's a huge thing, you know, I'm going through, especially if we're talking about a hard situation Mm -hmm. or a difficult situation, it's like, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the kind of first <laughs> things that come to mind for me.
1: Yes. And I would have to agree with that, you know, mm. like, especially like when you, you know, when you're going through something, especially if it's something that you feel that nobody understands, you Right. Know? we do have that. I mean, I, I do agree that there are some experiences that mm. only you can actually understand because you're the one walking through right. Like, And I liken that with um, an example of giving birth. <laughs> In- I know. Comes up like you know, like when a woman gives birth, right, and her husband is right beside her, um, even though the husband may feel like, ah, I wish I could give birth for you, right, (laughs) but that's not possible. No. No, I have to go through the birthing process. And what empathy and, and you can feel alone because, you know, you look at like movies and stuff, you know, and if you've ever experienced giving birth, you look around and everybody's trying to help you. Right. And you're like, ah, you know, or whatever <laughs> it is your experience is. And empathy there is obviously a part of it is walking in our shoes. But sometimes mm-hmm. there is that point that we have to walk it out. Right. But Feeling not alone, as Matt was saying, like yes. when I gave birth to Madison, he was right there. Yes. And it just made me feel that, wow, even though I have to go through the birthing process, Matt was there with me. Right. And that feeling like, yeah, he he understood, mm-hmm. you know, a part of my experience, even though he's not going through it. Yeah. And he understood it enough that he says, I'll be right by your side. Right. And that was, that was an incredible
0: Yes, time, yeah, like when
1: Madison
2: was born, yes, so
0: yeah, yeah, super important, like I call it withness,
2: oh, I love that,
0: <laughs> like uh empathy is withness, mm-hmm. um and not just with them, but leaning into mm-hmm. feeling what they're feeling,
2: yeah yeah
0: uh That's i good. i I've never given birth, right, right, I've had some painful gas that I've passed, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't relate to that experience, but I can relate to the emotions and I can relate to a difficulty Mm -hmm. and then be with you in that moment. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's not just like, you know, that, you know, Matt wasn't like eating a, like a brownie while he was there, you know, he was fully present with me and, and that makes someone, you know, like myself going through something. Yeah that I'm not just there by myself. Yeah. So
0: and you had a C section and that was that was wild. That was it was wild.
1: wild.
2: (laughs) And the
0: doctor's like, do you want to come watch? I'm like, no, I'm gonna stay on this side of the sheet. (laughs) When you pop the baby out, then I'll look. Yes,
2: yes. She was a big baby.
0: Yeah, for me to be with you, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be with you, but on the floor. Yes, If I yes. see something that I, you know, who knows what? what's going to happen when you see with a C-section. I mean, yeah, what's yes, going on back there? <laughs> it's
1: seven. It's seven layers of, you know, we can talk about. Yeah, it later, yeah. But, oh, but it's, yes. it's 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 the depthness of it is like oh the experience is like seven layers of of process.
0: Oh, I was going to say substrata it's of so, your belly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I am so thankful that also I had a doctor who actually knew what she was doing. Right. You know, like sometimes like when I don't know what I'm doing and I am experiencing what I was experiencing, there are people around me that are with me, you know, Mm. and I appreciated my doctor because I had Madison when I was 35 and she also had her kids when she was 35 and Ah, she had 30 years of experience um, giving birth, understanding women. And so that was really important. So and she could
0: empathize with you at another level. She wa-
1: yeah, she she was able to empathize with me yeah. another level. And she was able to give me advice um, mm. on certain things because she's either been through it or she's um, walked people through it. Totally. So yeah, wow. So anyway, that was, that was <laughs> that's that's good <laughs> pregnancy <option>. story. <laughs> right. So um, the second question that, you know, that I would like to ask you guys, you know, you can answer this and we'll answer this as well is um, what helps you understand, you know, when you think about empathy, what helps you understand what someone else is experiencing or feeling. Like if like, for example, for me, you know, I was the one who gave birth and then you were there, you know, what helped you understand what I was experiencing or feeling like, even though you weren't the one giving birth.
0: Yeah. I guess there's, there's kind of several things. It's a bit of a mindset Mm -hmm. shift um, that I'm uh, I'm connecting with where you're at Mm -hmm. more than where I'm at.
1: Oh, I love that. Can you say that again?
0: Yeah. So I'm connecting with where you're at Mm -hmm. more than where I'm at. Yeah. Um, And so, and and I think it takes a lot of skill to be able to do that, especially in marriage in sure. relationships with people are really close to you to empathize yeah. with them, oh, yeah. especially if you disagree with them. Cause it's, it's, right. it's yeah, more about, about yeah, it's more about mm-hmm. connecting. So empathy, mm-hmm. the activation of empathy um, is to create and maintain connection.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah. so connection in, re- in your relational space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if I'm, if I'm getting triggered mm-hmm. um, by a situation And I can't be present, then I can't be activating empathy for and with you.
2: Right. Exactly. And I think that's
0: one of the biggest, if if that Mm -hmm. comes up at some point or not, like like there's hindrances, Mm -hmm. like there's more hindrances to empathy than actually exercising empathy. I Mm think empathy is straightforward uh, if you know how to do it Mm -hmm. well, um, but I think the hindrances is what really get us stuck in being able to be present or to be with somebody Yeah in a moment Mm -hmm. of pain, especially if you disagree.
2: Yes. I think we can dive into that a little bit if you want.
0: Right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so I would say that the hindrances, one of the biggest Mm -hmm. hindrances to being connected to someone uh, when you're triggered uh, or is when you're triggered Mm is like what you're doing or saying is causing me to remember or or be aware of a past pain.
2: Right. So maybe
0: we got an argument that didn't work out so great in the past. Right. Or disagreement, mm-hmm. and so now I'm triggered. Like, oh, it's going to turn out the same way.
1: Ah, uh, yes. So That's real. So now I'm yeah. in
0: protection mode mm-hmm. rather than being present mode.
2: Right. Ah, oh. yeah. And so,
0: yeah. I, I mean, you've done it. I've done it. We'll, done. <laughs> we'll do it at times because right. it's not about being perfect. It's about growing together. Uh-huh. Empathy is yeah. all about relating to one another and mm-hmm. connecting with one another. Yeah. So for us to connect, so if I'm feeling triggered maybe right. even not from something she's doing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I'm feeling this, like, I can't be present right now. Yeah, I'm kind of, I go through some different techniques to, to get into the space of like, right. ah, how can I be present for her? Yeah. And sometimes uh, that looks like, Hey, let's take a break.
1: That's true.
2: Yep.
0: Right. So like, mm-hmm. if we're, we're disagreeing on something, we're both triggered and we're just rubbing on each other. And we just keep like, no, 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 this, no, this is what I meant. No, this is what I, we're just yeah. going back and forth. We've learned and we're still practicing. because yes. It's an art. Yes. Uh, like, Hey, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's take 10 minutes. Right, or like, hey, go for a drive. You
1: probably
0: need an hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Two hours. Right, and that's a part of. <laughs> that's so intense. <laughs> activating empathy is like understanding, right? So right. empathy is understanding, like, right, like, hey, I'm having a hard time being present and empathetic mm-hmm. with you. You're having a hard time right. being present and empathetic with me. Let's take a break yeah. so we can calm down and get yeah. into a space of logic instead of. in this triggered state yeah
1: I'm also curious because I also like obviously when we do that you know Matt and I obviously are two different people Mm -hmm. two different personalities so when we take a break right uh, we each have our own process right and so I'm curious like if you're okay to share you know like what are like maybe a couple things that you do Mm. In order to get from that triggered state into the state um, of like I can now be fully present Mm -hmm. when we meet, yeah,
0: totally. So I think what we just mentioned Mm -hmm. is the key thing: is when you know our emotions tell us so much. Right. So if we're heightened in into a frustration, Mm -hmm. uh, anger, or sad, Mm -hmm. uh, or anxious emotional state. It, it, we're in a place where we, we can't be present with one another. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, a triggering, they call it triggering. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, so first it's like, Hey, we're not getting anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and uh, I, I think we're going to do more damage. So let's take yes. a break. That's yes. normally what kind of yeah. one of the phrases, like "Hey, babe." I'm normally yeah. the one that initiates let's, this.
1: Yes. <laughs> so my personality is I'm a fight okay. type, so I'm just like, "Oh, this is normal." Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. And but, I'm more of the sensitive yeah. one to this space, so I'm like, "Hey, let's take a break. We're not <laughs> yes. getting anywhere, and yeah. this is, it's not going to be helpful."
2: Mm-hmm. uh
0: And so uh, we take a break. And so my journey of t- uh, when we're like taking a break is like I had to first like let myself know like, "Hey." Yeah. what's going on or, Hey, what do I need? Mm-hmm. And so there's this self-assessment of the self-awareness oh, that you have to do. Yeah. And it's, it all, it's all depending on the situation, mm-hmm. how I'll approach each thing, because a trigger is a re- reminder of a painful or traumatic experience in your life. Yeah. Be it relationally, be it emotionally, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so if you're in that heightened state, like I don't feel understood or, yeah. Or um, I don't get, I'm not heard or, oh. you know, so I'm, I'm going to reconnect with the awareness of like, Hey dude,
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is not life and death. My emotions are bigger yeah. than the situation requires.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and so I'll just connect with myself and, and I'll, I'll practice empathy with myself.
1: Oh, that's good. I think that's a good starting point. That's Definitely. A key thing.
0: Right. And again, it's being mm-hmm. with yourself. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm upset and I'm frustrated right now. Right. That's a, a big part of activating empathy for myself. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of times we got to do it for ourselves so we, we can know how to do it and to be able to be masters of doing it for others.
2: Right. Right.
0: And so that's I'm weird. doing that with myself. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm really frustrated right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking through the emotions. How, how can I be with myself? Well, mm-hmm. I've got to acknowledge and validate what I'm experiencing right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm feeling really frustrated about this conversation or this thing we're, we're doing mm-hmm. that we're not agreeing on. Yeah. Buddy. And that's all so talk to myself. And that's the key to moving forward is having this conversation with this triune yes. being you know, with who, within who you are. So I'm going to talk to my soul. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to my heart. Um, and, and you know, if you're, if you're seeing yourself as your spirit man engaging mm-hmm. with your soul Um, and helping it because that's what's going on in a soul space is the emotions. Yeah. It's like, Hey, buddy, um, I hear you, man. We're feeling frustrated right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just acknowledging, validating it.
2: Yeah. What's going on? Yes.
0: And so I'll just kind of think about maybe what, um, you know, know what and why I'm being triggered. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, this reminds us of this other situation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is this life and death? I'll just kind of talk through some of these things of like, man, I, my emotions are way bigger than the mm-hmm. situation requires. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like just being with myself. And I'm like, buddy, you do feel yeah. frustrated. Yeah. You do feel mad. It's good. It's okay. Yeah. So I'm starting just now to deescalate the intensity because mm-hmm. I'm going to keep using this phrase. My emotions are not matching the situation. Right. I call it the haunting. So if I'm getting triggered, it's the voice of my past coming (laughs) Mm -hmm. in and making this this small situation look like a bigger one. Right. And so I'm just connecting with that space.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, buddy, acknowledge, validate. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling mad. Yeah. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, once I, I just kind of like, like, I call it sitting in the mess. Like, Mm -hmm. buddy, I love you. I'm just going to speak confidence and courage and compassion over myself, buddy. I'm with you uh, we, we're recognizing that we're getting triggered mm-hmm. and a lot of times just acknowledging the fact yep. that what, what, what's happening internally helps deescalate you into a place of clarity.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and there it is. I'm being with myself and I keep saying That's that word. Good. it's the so with, key. Empathy is the key.
1: Empathy like, and with,
2: with is Yeah.
0: Right. And they, they coincide that they're like the, the definition of empathy is to be with them. And so to be with them, you're feeling what they're feeling. Mm-hmm um, you're, you're aware of what they're feeling.
2: Right. Right. And so I'm walking
0: through that process and then I'm just Mm -hmm. speaking compassion. And so, you know, empathy, compassion is to suffer with the word co compassion. uh, Co come means uh, with and passion means to suffer. So I'm suffering with, but basically Mm -hmm. I'm getting into that space of Mm -hmm. suffering with them.
2: Yeah.
0: Experiencing what they're experiencing in, in a sense. Yep. And I can relate to them. And so yeah. now my am back at what I call the baseline of mm-hmm. peace.
2: Right.
0: When I'm back at the baseline of peace, everything is back down. I can see, I can I can now act in clarity. So yeah. then we come back. So how about you? What's yeah. what's your process, babe?
1: Yeah, I think what you were experiencing, uh, what you were talking about is like basically like what we do too. Like we teach, mm. we actually teach this process in our programs. Yeah you know um, especially the advanced leadership program like you were talking about Mm -hmm. probably uh, I was was hearing the AVAC process Mm -hmm. in there and basically the AVAC process is acceptance is that what it is
0: well well, okay the AVAC process is a way that we help people transition through with clients and then also for themselves yeah
1: yeah so yeah if you're curious what that is join our program yes definitely (laughs) like we teach you how to do it for yourself and also how to do that for others yes yeah so for me basically like you know because my my personality let's just say personality because that's the word that we can use
2: yeah
1: Is that behavioral type type. i'm more of like a, a fight type person
2: yeah
1: so um I can flow in and out with the others, you know, but my main one is like, yeah, this is pretty normal. Let's hash it out. That's my thought process. Like, so for me, the, hey, let's hash it out involves all the, you know, so, so, so that's why Matt initiates most of the like, hey, let's take a break because I'm like, oh, I'm not fully aware, you know, that, okay, we do need a break
0: right because I'm more on what Mm -hmm. would be called the agreeable spectrum Mm,
2: right and that's why
0: like I dive more into the counseling
2: Mm -hmm. like
0: I'm I'm more of a this I would call it sensitivity
2: yes right to
0: awareness of what people are feeling Mm -hmm. and needing and so for me intensity (laughs) doesn't help me right be present Mm -hmm. and move through being with somebody Mm -hmm. and so yeah so I'm normally the one like tapping Mm -hmm. out like oh Okay, I'm out. I'm now getting really upset. Right. I'm not going to be able to be present <laughs> with you and hash this out. Mm-hmm. We got to get back to a, a yeah. baseline of peace.
1: And for me, um, that's where my empathy comes from. That's where my empathy starts. Because okay. for me, I'm like, uh, but I do want to hash it, this out and I want to keep going. But I do know that, okay, I need to get take a step back and actually empathize that hey my husband is now like you know overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and we cannot continue the conversation and so he needs peace instead of Mm -hmm. me us continuing the conversation a disagreement that's not going anywhere for me that's a part of my process so what I do is when we take a break I go to my room and I continue the conversation within right, myself right. <laughs> my process is a little bit more like oh you know but why this and so so I continue <laughs> to fight within myself like not in a bad way I continue <laughs> the wrestle because apparently that's what I do and that's what I need I need the mm. co- to continue you know so so I do that I I wrestle I I I, I hash out I hash out all the feelings right the feelings I had at right. that moment sometimes I cry sometimes I get upset you know but I'm with right. myself and then sometimes I'm like hey when I get to a place of peace or not a place of peace like medium sometimes my body says like hey you just need to maybe take a nap and process this out you know and I'm a lot more like I engage with my spirit soul and body in a way like God what do I need right now? Lindsay, what do I need? You know? And so there's this ongoing conversation, you know, my ongoing conversation with myself and with God. And I go to this space where because also sometimes I think that because math's more sensitive and all that stuff, I tend to tell myself that I am the bad person and that my process is not the same as math. So Mm -hmm. therefore, and I want to, fight and continue the conversation then I must be the bad person you know and so I go into therefore the acceptance yes phase. yes so when I hash that out with the Lord and the <clears throat> Lord tells me like I ah, Lindsay I remind myself he says I created you so I go into Jeremiah 29 11. you know I go into the scriptures and he says like I uh, he's reminding me that he created me Mm -hmm. and he knew me even before I knew myself. And so I go through that. My spirit goes through that. And then I come to a point of like, Lindsay, I accept you. I accept you. And so when I think that was the, that's the biggest thing for me. As soon as I accept myself and Mm -hmm. then I feel in a place of peace. Now I'm able to like, okay, we can come in.
0: And, and, be and be productive. Be <laughs>
1: productive in know. our
0: conversation instead of like scarring each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the thing is like that's the beauty of it like no matter what, you know, and I think no matter how different we both are, mm-hmm. and I think that's why this conversation is so powerful and so needed. Yes. Because, you know, it's not just for us, you know, and that's mm-hmm. how you create the community. It's from Matt and I to Madison to everybody mm-hmm. else around
2: us you know
1: if we can do this empathy within us you know because even my empathy process is different from Matt Mm -hmm. and that's what you need what all we all need to do is that be okay that we are all different and then if we can be with ourselves and show empathy within us then we can now step into the empathy with others
0: yeah so, so good, yeah, and I think I want to point out something that that you were describing in your yeah. process was <clears throat> what I call emoting, right, so emoting, in my definition of that is is like allowing myself to have emotions
2: mm. or yeah. allowing
0: my emotions to have a voice, right <clears throat> and so what does that look like? That's well
2: good. yeah,
0: and doing it in the appropriate space and time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so if like us, we're like you know ding, ding, like, let's go to our corners here. Let's mm-hmm. so that we can actually be present with one another yeah. moving forward. And it means to allow yourself to exert the anger. So if you're experiencing right. anger and frustration, right. like you having your space, if it's going for a car ride, going in your room, mm-hmm. screaming into your pillow or having a good cry, yeah. like those are key elements yep. of experiencing what I would call healthy, uh, soul care mm-hmm. so we talked about this before
2: right like when, right
0: for for a long time i didn't think it was okay mm-hmm. to express mm-hmm. strong emotions right and so i wouldn't and there's a lot of reasons for that mm-hmm. um and i feel like sometimes even it's a like well, a religious thing where it's mm-hmm. like oh like i can't be angry because mm-hmm. that's not christ-like
2: yeah where i'm
0: like jesus got angry yes and he flipped over some tables
1: yeah
0: right jesus like process and it was it was appropriate and that's for another conversation Mm -hmm. why he flipped over tables and how was that appropriate Mm -hmm. uh but like the emoting was like we need to let our emotions have a voice yeah so if we're going to be with ourselves we need to listen to our own voice internal voice Mm -hmm. and not not this mental like talking, yeah. talking, talking, but right. the emotions is the other important part of who we are as individuals. Yeah. We need to let those emotions have a voice. So if it looks right. like screaming into a pillow, right? I call it, I call it the exhaust. Like those emotions yes. need to exhaust. Yes. If your yes. car doesn't doesn't have a place for the internal combustion to leave, then it builds up, the car yeah. shuts off. Yeah. Okay. Has a breakdown. Mm-hmm. All right. It has to be exhausted. Same yeah. thing if you you eat and you don't have a good poop, man. Like,
1: oh gosh, yeah, constipation is painful. Yeah,
0: and so many of us, myself included, yeah, in the past, I was dealing with emotional constipation because mm-hmm, I didn't real know how to express and vent my emotions appropriately.
2: Yeah, some people
0: yeah. like fight types; they're good at emoting their anger in a situation with with a. Uh, with a, a relationship, but doesn't help the relationship. Right. So like for us, mm-hmm. like I would just keep letting you in the past, i would let mm-hmm. you just like rat out. And then oh, I get oh, so oh, frustrated. Oh, oh, oh. I would just leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that wasn't helpful. Yeah. But you do need to emote. if you're feeling mm-hmm. frustrated and angry, um, and you're, you're tr- in a triggered state, you need to go and be with yourself yes. to process, let yes. that process out. Yes.
1: Yes. And you still need to process, yeah. you know, when you're in a relationship yeah. like that, you know, your partner, your spouse, you know, your family member is not saying that I don't want you in my life, you know, yeah. sometimes we can go there extremes, especially if you're there's insecurities, you know, and there's undealt. Pain and and trauma, trauma yeah. so for me the fear of abandonment was one of the things that I had dealt with you know like both my parents have passed away you know my parents separated when I was really young and so it's just you know like those things just came up you know mm-hmm. so whenever in the past Matt would leave I would be triggered into yeah. this fear of abandonment yes. whereas like oh he left because he doesn't want to die, you know, <laughs> like, like the, the fire
2: coming out yeah, with the yeah, and yeah. so,
1: and, and for people like, you know, if you relate to my experience, like you still need to be able to have that space, mm-hmm. um, but not the damaging part,
2: you right. know, I
1: mean, we could even talk about this in a separate one, but, you know, I think, I feel like it's, it's a, an unneeded a conversation. And also for Definitely. myself, I have found that way of like, okay, I still needed to, be able to emote, you know, so that I don't yeah. have emotional constipation. constipation. So is it emotional constipation, <laughs> you know? And so, and so, but there is a way to do that, you know, because I used to just explode and then now I have learned so much, you know, mm-hmm. in this past I would say three to five years, um, uh, maybe longer, but I know uh, the first year of our marriage was like I wish I just thought everybody did stuff like that. So anyway, um yeah, so that was that was good. I love that. So Um so going now into our next um conversation and
2: Mm.
1: you know we talked about briefly about you know how to be with yourself and all that stuff. Now we could go towards um like how do you build empathy? Mm. You know, like how do you um we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna put I'm gonna put in like a few things out there a few nuggets out there I mean this is not all inclusive but this is just a part of a bigger conversation yeah, obviously totally. so an but, important
2: one very yes
1: important. and if you don't know where to start you can just choose one of these four things it's like hey I get it you know I'm whether you're single you're married you're a parent mm. you're like wow like I do need to be a part of this conversation you know um, and see what the thing is what can I do and then what will I do right. So uh, one of the things that I uh, actually, um actually tell myself and what what I've learned, you know what I've learned because my personality is like my way or the highway. I mean, this is what I was I was younger
0: uh-huh.
1: okay. sure. <laughs> So one of the things <laughs> that I learned is that to challenge, okay, there's that word again. Um, if you're into Enneagram, I'm an eight if you're curious. And Matt is
0: the (laughs) challenger,
1: the nine, the
0: peacekeeper. The
1: peacekeeper. I'm the
0: peacekeeper. Yes.
1: So for me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna use my strength Mm
2: -hmm. into
1: this conversation. Yeah. So I started challenging my own prejudice. Yes. Because for someone like me, I'm like, okay, this is the right thing. This is the way, you know, because it's hard sometimes to remember that just because you firmly believe in something doesn't mean it's the right thing or the only right way right you know so what i did is i took time to analyze my own prejudices you mm. know i learned how to see individual people rather than put them in a group right you yeah. know and so that like put them in a in a label a group label you know mm. those people over there or the gangsters keepers those you know so <laughs> So, so I learned to see each person, even, even teaching personalities and behavioral Mm -hmm. things, I have learned how to not box people and just see them as individual people rather than as a group, you know, it helped me practice my empathy. And I encourage you guys to do that as
2: well.
0: Yeah. So what I'm kind of hearing you say is, Mm -hmm. so if my, in my experience is I, I, uh, can be i i 'm prone to be judgmental, mm. and that comes from yeah. my own personal journey of judgment I put on myself,
2: yeah
0: of having to be perfect, etc right. and I remember this experience I had where someone I was listening to someone talk about uh, judgment and judging others right, and I remember driving down the street and mm. uh, seeing this person all dressed in black, like a goth, like a teenager dressed in mm. a and I was like, oh my gosh what's <laughs> that crazy outfit. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, I listened to this talk about judgment and I remember this and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I was re- being a- really judgmental. Mm. And so I had to shift out of judgment right. into celebration. That's good. So I think, you know, to empathize with people is mm-hmm. to see them for who they are yeah, and to be with them. Yes. And so I remember driving down the street, this is back when we lived in, in Oregon, yeah. smaller town so yeah. I, I came across this person again and when i drove by them next time i saw them i said man they're so creative
2: yeah i love the way
0: that they express their yes. freedom no matter what you think about gothic sites mm-hmm. right because it doesn't matter about that it, it matter the individual is what matters mm-hmm. and so it's laying down that prejudice yes and seeing them yes. for who they are
1: yes for who, you know, through the eyes of God or right. through the eyes of love and kindness, yeah, if yeah. that's what you think. You know? Yeah,
0: I think that's a better way to put
1: it. Yeah. And um, also, um, one of the <clears throat> other things that I do um, is, and then that you could practice this too, is search for things, you know, that you share in common <clears throat> with someone who you originally see as one specific label or one specific, like that you're not the same and use that commonality to forge a connection with that person. Right. Because again, the key word for empathy is connection. Yes. It's not like the goal, I would, yeah. Yeah, the goal is connection. It's not like, Oh, because we agree, we can <clears throat> be connected. You know, sometimes the empathy goes on a different side and say, so I empathize. So we find something that we can connect and we forge a connection with that person. Like, for example, I remembered, um, One of the things that I um that well there's a lot of things that attracted me to you. There's a lot of things. A lot of my legs. Yes. You're (laughs) there's other things that I cannot say here. But um one of the things specifically was that when I found out that you also loved Star Wars, like the movie Mm -hmm. at that time, I could remember specifically thinking, like, oh, we can have something in common. Yes. You know, and it made it made me feel that oh I can forge a connection with Matt Mm -hmm. you know and especially our love for the youth at that time I think that was one of the things too that was like I would find even though like Matt and I grew up obviously in two different countries Mm -hmm. have two different personalities and then when I started to find something in common with him I used those things to forge a connection with him
0: right
1: and I think that that's what happened with our friendship
0: Right, because you you, yeah. you started laying down your prejudices about me.
1: Yes. Big I time. She, had, big she time. was
0: very racist against oh, me. Oh,
1: gosh. No, Pre- no, that's not she truth. was very prejudiced
0: <laughs> against me. Another story for another time. She for another
1: time, yes. and I think I think
0: <laughs> I just was, I feel like Holy Spirit prompted me with this <laughs> phrase that there's more, mm. more, there's more that connects us than that separates, separates us. us. Yes. There's more yes. that connects us. And it's so easy to get focused on what doesn't connect us, like disagreement, right? Or a political disagreement, Mm -hmm. or a doctrinal disagreement. Yeah. And we end up missing the purpose of our existence. Yeah. Which is love. Yes. And connection and acceptance. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to agree with somebody Mm -hmm. to connect with them, right? Because, you know, a finger you know, doesn't, can't relate to a nose, but they sure do work together really well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Our (laughs) body is a perfect example. You know, if we look at each part, they have their own functions. They disagree. Yes. But they have something in common. They're forging a connection to create one body. Right. As a whole
2: to function.
1: Yeah. I think that's great. Um, (laughs) so I think this, this, this third one is kind of connected with the first one, but, um, I would say, invite you guys to challenge your biases and assumptions. Yeah. So the other one was prejudice, but now I'm going to go deeper into biases and assumptions. You know, I would frequently ask myself, why do I think the way I do? Because as a kid, I had my own perception and my mom would say, people don't think like, not everybody thinks like you, not everybody talks like you, you know, and, you know, six, (laughs) seven-year-old, 10-year-old, you know, like I'm growing. And um, she would always tell me, thank goodness for moms, she would always tell me, like, um, no matter where you go, Lindsay, you will always be working with people,
2: no matter what
1: you do in life. No matter what your preferences are, no matter what your calling is, you know, for you, the people. And I realized Mm. that when I when I got to know the Lord, that the reason why he came was for the people. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is incredible. You know, so growing up now, like especially, you know, um, I've been a Christian for 23 years. You know, I began to deeply and continually ask myself why I think the way I do. Because a lot of our assumptions and prejudices are sometimes based on misinformation, Mm. you know, either in social media, like at least right now, to be relevant. Right. We had newspapers before. But right now, um, you know, like there's social media, all information is available there.
2: Mm. Like,
1: great. Obviously, it's in the internet. It must be true. Right. And so... I would say like at least this last five years, I started to educate myself, you know, and I would invite you guys, you know, to educate yourself and listen, empathize, you know, um, especially with the groups or people that are affected by the misinformation. Mm. So
0: So challenge
1: your biases.
0: Yeah. Challenge your biases. Yeah. And it's, I think the key here is humility. Yes, to really be able to walk in empathy mm-hmm. or to walk like Christ, yes, you have to have ample amount of uh, humility. And yeah. I'm thinking in uh, James four around uh, verse six, it says, "God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble." Yeah. and grace simply is the empowerment yeah. to do what God requires. Absolutely, so God requires us to walk in love. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy feat. No. It takes a lot of humility, yes. and so to activate empathy, we have to be walking in humility and humility basically is the opposite of pride. Pride means yeah. I know it all,
2: yeah,
0: and yep. what that also pride means is bias, like mm. I have a certain way, and this is the way it should be done,
1: yep,
0: or the way i, I this is mm. the way I think, and so humility and being teachable and learnable yeah. is 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 learnable a word, uh, be teachable, be, <laughs> be teachable <laughs> is so key to yeah. activating empathy.
1: Yeah, I love that, you know, and it comes to the next point, you know, treat people as being important.
0: Yes.
1: And, um, and this is key for all of us to know, you know, when we start treating people as if they have as much importance as we do, you know, we begin to recognize that you and I aren't the only one living in this world right. and that you and I aren't some superior being right. Just flat out straightforward.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if you treat people as also important, like our body is a perfect example for that. You know, each like if we treat like, you know, like the body, you know, like if you treat your heart as much as an important and unseen, mm. the heart is mainly unseen, but it's there and it's an important part of your body, Yeah, you know? So, um, and I think when I started to recognize that, like mm-hmm. I remembered uh, an, an encounter I had with the Lord back in 2008, I think it was around that time. He mm-hmm. was, he told me, says, Lindsay, I want you to pay attention to every single person that you meet, regardless if they are saved or not. Um. Yeah. Because I have placed in there, in them, the image and likeness, you know, when they created each person. Yeah. And I would begin, it's like I, I want you to be able to learn about me in each of the person that you meet. Because each person good. carries that. Right. So I started to do that. Like everybody that I met, and you know, I would ask the Lord, like what facet of yourself you are um, releasing right now and you're teaching me. Through this person, right? So, and you'd be surprised, you know. I've learned kindness, gentleness, self-control from different people, right? You know, so like, <laughs> like, <me. laughs> like
2: <you>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, take each person, you know, um, as they come.
2: Mm. Um,
1: don't lump sum them into stereotypical groups with misinformation of like a one size fits all. It's not a one size fits all, you know, because each person is an individual and comes with a set of flaws and strengths. Right. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I think a big thing about that humility piece and what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. people are valuable is um, we're not meant to do life alone.
2: Yes. We're not meant to do
0: life on our own. Yeah. Those around us. Bring a peace that we need in our own lives. They enrich our lives and we enrich their lives. Mm -hmm. And if we just view our lives through our own perspectives of Mm -hmm. who we are, what the way we do things, then we're very limited to our experience of life, each other, and ultimately God, because God's coming back for a united bride. Yes. You know, Jesus is coming back for a united bride. He's not coming back from a divided bride. Like, and so. I think empathy is so key for the world to hear right now because yeah. unity is a big port port. And like, what are, we, yeah. what are we, what are we around, mm-hmm. what are we coming around? What are we coming around?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh And what are we focusing on that connects us rather than what separates us? Yeah. Because there's, yeah. there's, there's, you don't have to look far to find things that separate
1: right. the there's human so race
0: <laughs> Yeah, from, from the political to, you know, to, covid stuff to you know you name it it's out there doctrinal right mm -hmm. so what what connects us
1: yeah i think that was that that's probably like what we would invite you guys Mm. you know like number one you know have this same conversation with people that you know people that you love you know but also at the same time you know like what can i do Mm -hmm. you know ask yourself that question We invite you to say, like, what can I do and what will I do? Yeah. Right? So we discussed, like, a few things about, like, how to build what empathy is,
2: Mm.
1: our experiences, you know, and how to build empathy, you know? So you can choose one of those four things that we discussed or any other things that we discussed today. Right. And take that, you know, you don't have to be, like, you don't have to do, like, a high-stake one. Right. If high-stakes is what God's leading you to do, a major shift, a major change. Do it because there's grace for you. There's going to be grace for that shift. But if you're just like, hey, I'm just starting out and I just, you know, entering in this conversation, start with something small. You know, you don't yeah. have to eat the whole cake in one sitting. <laughs> you can just have a slice and devour that slice Yeah, and just go for it. So our ending question is, you know, from everything that we've discussed today, is there a next step? step that you can take based upon our conversation today.
2: Yeah. So uh, good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and uh pray. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We're so good. This is mm-hmm. so good. So um I wanna just end with we'll end with that. And uh you know I'm just thinking here that I'm gonna just pray for us here, just wrap yeah. this time up. But yeah. you know this reality is so key mm-hmm. and so important. Yeah. Um, I will probably really hit on this, this kind of topics for a while right. now and just really, yeah. you know, hit it home. And so, Lord, we thank you so much for what you're doing in and through our lives. God, we need more of yes. you. We need your love. We need your empathy. We need your compassion. Um, will you teach us Holy Spirit how to connect and be with people? Um, because that is your, your goal. Your goal yeah. is connection, connection with you, yes. connection with others and connection within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we bless you as you go into this week and we're grateful and thankful for you. And we just want you to know you are valuable.
2: Yes.
0: So until next time, have a blessed day. Love you guys.